It's time to maximize Facebook marketing for your business. Let's be overwhelmed. It's the Pin to Talk podcast with Anne-Christine Peñaredondo. Facebook is one of the top social media channels in the world. Well, you know that by now for sure. If you want to reach the people who will support your products, services, and tell friends about your business, Facebook is one of your best choices. I have a Facebook marketing strategy that you may read at anchorsteam.com slash Facebook marketing after listening to this episode. This strategy works with consistency and patience. Commit to this strategy and you will meet your business goals through Facebook. But if you want to get help, I am a call away. Visit bit.ly slash apply to work with Anne Christine so you can tell me more about your business, its goals, and direction. If you're a good fit for my help, I will send you a link to book a call. With structure for plans, blank pages for creativity, and room for reflection, Passion Planner helps you identify your dreams and build toward them every day. More than a daily planner, Passion Planner increases productivity by organizing your life to focus on your goals. But if you are a Passion Planner user like me, choose between weekly or daily undated, annual, or academic options. Use the code ANNCHRISTINE10, that's A-N-N-K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-1-0 on your checkout for a 10% off of your purchase. I met Ms. Diane Eustachio in 2020 when I was tapped to be one of the speakers for... Ideaspace. Ideaspace is an incubator company. They take care of startups, specifically in the technology area. And this is 100% Filipino-backed up startups. So, and Ideaspace is um, they're they're taking care of of these companies so that they would be able to really launch and get into the mainstream. That's the whole idea. So I met her there and she's the executive director. As the executive director of Ideaspace during that time, she makes sure that every startup that is under Ideaspace every year gets to attend their the training sessions so that they would be able to use it in their business. So I remember talking about using uh, instant communication platforms, you know, uh, Viber, Messenger, WhatsApp, and how startups should be able to, to optimize it for their business. For someone who's been working with startups and um, different business owners for the last decades, you would think that Diane knows everything and she can tell you everything but with this interview which i hope you'd get as well is that she is one of those people particularly women who never stop learning because of that i was actually surprised 
uh, early this year when I found out that she left Idea Space to start a pun intended startup of her own. But I'm jumping way too ahead. So in this first part of the interview, Diane is going to share with us how she fell in love with startups, how the sh- her energy just lifts up by helping people. And that's that's the best description of what an entrepreneur should be, right? I love helping people. I have I love putting together people. And that's Miss Diane for me. Just in case you hear something different in the audio, it's because I recorded my interview with her on a different date via Zoom, but you should be learning a lot, nevertheless. Without further ado, here's my interview with Ms. Diane Yastachio. Thank you so much, Ms. Diane, for, for, for joining us here at Pinto Top. I have questions yeah. for you, and uh, thank you so much for, for thank you. coming in. Okay, for the benefit of those who are getting to know you for the first time, please tell them who you are and what you do. I'm Diane, and I, for the last nine years of my life, I spent a lot of time, I think all of my waking time, (laughs) helping entrepreneurs, particularly technology startups. That was my, that was my life. Probably this is how you you and I got to know each other and yes <laughs> yes I love enabling other people so if you ask me who I am that that's that's who I am I, I just love to help other people I love to enable others uh, which is why long before before I became um, executive director of Idea Space I was an executive assistant for high level on executives like presidents, chairman, and managing directors, or even at some point in my life, the secretary of uh, a government agency. So I love helping other people. I think if you ask me to describe who I am, I, I can just say in a short way, I'm Diane, and I enjoy helping others. <laughs> the enabler. I have an enabler yes. in the show. <laughs> she makes things happen. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm an enabler. <laughs> yeah, makes makes things happen. Goes beyond what you learned. Tells you like you should you should act on what you've learned. So that is so cool. So, um, wow, nine years, nine years, uh, helping people, particularly in technology startups. If I might, if I might say, right? How did you find yeah. your way to to startups? As I was saying earlier, I was an executive assistant, and then I was when Idea Space was conceptualized. I was then an executive assistant to the head of strategy for First Pacific. And Ideaspace was one of his pet projects. And see, my boss before, he would only spend three to four months in, in Asia. So when he's out of Asia, someone has to keep pushing his pet projects or someone has to keep following up on certain things that he leaves behind. Because sometimes you know, in the Philippines, pagwala ka physically, hindi hindi aandar. Guess what? <laughs> so <laughs> happens every time. So, <laughs> ideas 
space was a project of his that I didn't want to let go. So even when he was out of the country, I would still gather all the people who were involved because it was like a side project for everyone who was involved. We wanted to put up an accelerator in an, within the first Pacific group of companies, particularly the companies in the Philippines that are part of First Pacific, PLDT, SMART. Yeah, so those Metro Pacific, and I was part of Metro Pacific then. So we would gather people from TV5 and SMART, PLDT, um, ano pa ba? Um, Meralco. So different, ano, all the companies, there was a representative. And so you, it was a um, cross-functional team. We would bring them together. So that was my job. I brought everybody together because my boss, that was my boss's pet project. And even when he wasn't around, I would gather people. So when we finally incorporated idea space, parang the corporate, the legal, uh, sorry, the corporate secretary said, well, now that we're an, a legal entity, we need to really have a working team. When... You know, it was already on the table that you know, we really had to work, work na talaga. It's not, you know, you need, it's, like not it's, so, free. it's so not much free fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun to put something together, to conceptualize something, and then pag gagawin mo na, tinginan na, no? <laughs> yeah. So, Wait, we're, we're gonna do this for real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yun, I since I was organizing, people looked around the table. Well, Diane was bringing people together. So, why doesn't she become executive director? So, I took it because I also... At that time, I also told my boss, you know, I can't be an executive assistant all my life. I'm tired of... Because when you're an EA, you are always always putting out fires. You're always... Um, yeah. You're always putting out fires. You're always... It's, yeah, you clear the way yeah. for, for, for your boss. Yeah, it's always firefighting. And then, you know, sometimes you, you also want to be in the forefront. <laughs> So it was my chance and uh, my boss gave me that opportunity. And fortunately, also, I got a lot of support from the HR lead of Metro Pacific and then also other colleagues from um, the other companies across the First Pacific group. So I transitioned well into idea space and then it became so much part of me it, to the point at some point I even almost like lost my family and and I you know I I, I dedicated too much time on it mm. but I don't regret it brought me mm, a lot of um, of joy it also made me learn a lot about myself yeah so that's how I ended up in idea space that I ended up working with startups. Now I'm no longer with them, but I continue to work with startups. I'm very much involved with DOST and uh, commercialization. They give out grants, no? So I sit in the technical panel. Um, I chair that panel, and we meet 
around twice a year. And then um, in other times of the year, we also meet to work on other pro programs of DOST. I also from time to time uh, work with some startup consulting here and there with um, some entities that work with startup. I thought, you know, I'd retire in my last job, but then I guess life is just not that way. Maybe God said, you know, you're 54 and you maybe if, if I give you 20 more years and I'm asking him, please give me 20 more years, <laughs> um, do something else. No? So, uh, yeah, and I'm, tra I'm transitioning into something else, but I also don't want to cut myself from my past life and yeah. because I, I have a lot to share. I have so much experience working with over 400 entrepreneurs, uh, about over a hundred startups and then I've seen thousands of applications <laughs> in my life startup uh, you know ideas and then I've also interacted with a lot of um, startups from across the world so sayang naman I, if I don't get to contribute and share what I know with a lot of budding entrepreneurs in the country and then also the other incubators, accelerators across the country. I, I want to help the other enablers also. More than nine years, because let's count the executive assistant experience. So there are different levels of businesses, right? Startups and then the middle, I don't know the other terms. And uh, those that are mm -hmm. uh, there for a decade now. But what made you commit to support startups that even now, even if you're no longer the executive director of Ideaspace, you still find time to provide help startups? It's just my joy. <laughs> it's just where I find joy. It's where I think I'm using my talents and I'm helping others. It's just a different driver. It, it's nice to help other people. I feel proud to be part of their journey. I mean, every day, I'm, I don't look for recognition or it's not I just I just love it I just love connecting people and then I love I love it when uh, we're exchanging ideas and then uh, like what if we do this what if we do that I love doing that with with other people now I'm now I'm actually doing a sort social enterprise myself i I'm also there so all the, you're, those, you're now a startup start, yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the startups that I help, they're also now like reverse mentor na. Kasi sila na nagme-mentor sa akin. So I love it. I just love exchanging ideas. So even if I'm on the other side at times, uh, when I talk to them I just love the exchange of people I I guess it's the extrovert in me that has to be satisfied when I I like to interact with other people but I also like being alone <laughs> I don't know if the I, best I of both. answered your question yeah the best of both worlds I guess Sayan you led well 
Uh, you led uh, Idea Space for for nine years. That's close to a decade. Uh, have you noticed changes mm-hmm. in the way startups grow and scale in the Philippines ever since you started this one? La- a lot of progress. <laughs> Finally, you know. That's good long to know. Ago when yeah, it's really good to know. Before, you know, when you're an accelerator or you're an investor, somebody who just helps startups, people who have good ideas, they're going to say, how sure are you if I tell you about my idea, you're not going to steal it? That was the scenario before. But now more people, you know, what you ask them, okay, so what's your startup? What do you do? Right away, people... They share what they're doing and then wala namang mawawala kung idea pa lang and then they share the idea because people know and starting to know that idea is just an idea. There's, you know, it's the, what really will make you earn money is really putting yourself to work and um, making the idea come alive. So that's one. And then people know how to raise more people know how to raise money now <laughs> and they know that they need to generate revenue first before they like look for funding and so they know how to also find that target market first and find and create value for that uh, beachhead market and then grow and sort of organically grow on on their own and, and then at a certain point know when they need money, how much money they need. So there's a lot more maturity now among the entrepreneurs. In 2017, so yeah, four years ago, na yun, no? uh, we did a survey. It was sad because 80% of the entrepreneurs who failed, men, 80% of them did not go back to do a startup. Ooh. They went, yeah, they went on to, to work for another company or if they work for another startup, no? or they, they would go back to corporate. I think that if we run that same survey now, I think more entrepreneurs who failed are picking themselves up again and starting fresh again starting with another company again so another startup you were saying something about there's there's changes when it comes to growing and scaling i know you're feeling uh you you're a social enterprise now yourself so you you, you must be feeling these now and one of the things that should be that that i think pose a challenge is marketing what um because the thing is the thing with startups they they start everything on their own they 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 dirty their hands on everything uh, what do you think are the marketing challenges for uh, starting business i think the problem is, still exists before kasi what i noticed with people with great ideas it's a great idea but apparently the idea doesn't really come from a pain point so oh. it's very hard for them to look for the market. <laughs> so now I'm realizing, it, I, I'm noticing that there are more startups who understand that they need to really address a pain point first. Even in my nine years in idea space, even on 
on the on the last uh, program that I was part of, because there there are programs every year, you know, an accelerator program. Even in that last program, there were still startups that had to go back and understand the customer a lot more. There's a bit more sophistication now, a lot, uh, a bit more maturity, but still quite a number have a hard time understanding that specific market segment that they're going to start with and how that bowling alley, the, how the bowling pins, you know, how, how you know, when you're, when you're hitting pins in a bowling yes. alley, you, you, yeah. you, you, one pin has to hit the other. So you have to know which pin to hit first so that you can really go for the next segment. And then that next segment will lead to another segment. And then how things are really replicable and the, and when you can you really say things are scalable. There are more startups now who know that, but then still a lot are, they're still, uh, they still have to understand the problem a little bit more. That's interesting. So it makes me want to ask this question now, Ms. Diane. When it comes to Philippine startups, which is more of a concern? The idea or the fund? I know you you mentioned this a while ago that when it comes to, to money, like it's it's not now it's it's like second level concern. Also, you mentioned a while ago uh, about ideas that they all start with. We all start with startups start with that first um, instead of mm-hmm. focusing on. What's the pain point of, of a customer now? Um, na- now, Miss Diane, idea or fund? Yeah, which is of more I, concern for, for Philippine startups? Is it really the idea or the fund? A lot of them will say it's the fund, but I think it's more the idea. Because <laughs> the fund will just come. Or it will come. It's not just going to come easily. Yeah. It's yes. hard to fundraise. It's a, much, a lot harder to fundraise if your idea isn't really fit. There's no, no, no problem solution fit. There's no market product market fit so they they need to work on the idea first quite a number they do struggle quite a number of those who still have a problem with uh, problem solution fit they struggle to understand the customer that's where that's where that's the role of incubators and accelerators that's where that's the value they bring to startups and to or maybe from also other experienced entrepreneurs will hopefully they'll help uh, the budding entrepreneurs because yeah. once they get to understand that with their first or second startup then you know any any time that they put up another business then they'll they get better it's true Ms. when it comes to to filipino entrepreneurs have they changed in terms of vision and attitude? Because uh, in the last few years that I've been doing Facebook marketing services, the, one of the things, aside from really identifying who, who they want to serve, the, the pain, the solution to the to the pain point, it's really it's really more of uh, embracing digital marketing as part of their the whole marketing uh, activities of, of the company. So. Do you think there are changes in the way Filipino entrepreneurs uh, treat their business now? 
Want to find out Miss Diane's answer to that question? You're gonna have to stay tuned until the next episode to find out. Almighty Father, thank you for the business you have enabled me to begin and sustain. Enlighten my way in leading and inspiring people engaged in the business organizations, industry, and communities that I serve. Allow us the mastery of your will for the role you would want this business to play in your divine plan. Provide us all the resources, human and material, for this enterprise. Sustain us financially for growth and development and keep us humble with our successes and innovative and creative in our endeavors. Help us in our crises and guide us in every step we take as we run and manage our business. Let our business involvements be models of inspired integrity and allow it to bring good health, wealth, and prosperity among your people. Bless our business partners, clients, and suppliers. Give us the faith and confidence that we can accomplish even what seems to be impossible. Move us to dispense all our actions to be full of love for you and the rest of mankind. In Jesus' name, Amen. Creating a podcast show is a challenge. Good thing I have the best ally. Thanks to ValuePod Productions, headed by two amazing ladies, Sam Mercado and Eloy Almolicido, for helping me create my shows easily. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but don't know how and where to start? Let ValuePod Productions Podcast Editing and Management Services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message us at facebook.com slash valuepodproductions. ValuePod Productions Podcast Editing and Management Services. Humanizing personal connections through podcasting. That's a wrap for this week's Pin to Talk. Tell us what you think about the show. Send in your rating and comments on your favorite podcast platform now. For questions and suggestions, email pintotop at anchristine.com. That's P-I-N-T-O-T-O-P at anchristine.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.